Uh, Jeff, I have to come clean about something. Uh, we've known each other for a couple of years now, haven't we? As we established, drugs or alcohol? No, say it's drugs I, or alcohol. It's, am, it's more complicated than drugs or alcohol. I am it? actually a time traveler from the future that was sent back to stop the robot uprising. You may not. I'm know, now glad it's drugs and alcohol. <laughs> you may not know about this, but the ro- the incident that incites the robot uprising has recently happened, and unfortunately, I have chosen the wrong coast to live on. I. <laughs> I just kind of appeared in Boston and adopted a family, if you will, as cover. And initially, the idea was it would come from someplace where, like, anger was. The historical records were really vague about where it came from initially, except they kind of implied MIT was in some way involved. So I set a face in Boston mm-hmm. originally. And that's why I did, like, mm-hmm. a Destination Imagination and shit like that, because I was trying to be exposed to as many nerds as possible in one fell swoop that might build a robot and then be a dick to it. And, and then you found the largest nerd possible. No, and then after <laughs> many <need>. years <laughs> of not finding them in Boston, I realized I had to broaden my search. And mm-hmm. I knew in four years in my high school that I'd have to move somewhere else. And I realized I had to train someone in order to defend the East Coast <laughs> if I had been right about the robots appearing there. And I chose you. And... When I went to college, I had to pick a place that was also known for robots, and I did. And after four years of searching there, I couldn't find proof of the robot uprising. So I thought, you know, Google, Microsoft, Apple, they'd be the people to be a dick to a robot, right? Like, they'd build one just to push Mm -hmm. down some stairs, or, like, Bill Gates would beat one to death with a hammer just for looking at him wrong. So I moved to California in hopes of finding them here. But Mm -hmm. I was wrong! Boston (laughs) was the epicenter, and it's Boston Dynamics! And they need to be stopped. We and just we can't help being dicks to things. No, this is the issue. All the historical documents reference hockey and the Boston accent, the lack of the letter R in the robot uprising. But it never made sense until now. I'm not sure if you've seen it, but the robot uprising, the original video that spurs millions, if not billions, of robots to rise up and kill the human race, is of a man knocking a box out of a robot's hands with a hockey stick and then knocking him over with it. It falls to you, Jeff, Invader Invader Gur, to stop Boston Dynamics! <laughs> Should you choose to accept this There mission. is no choice! You have to do this! Hello and welcome to episode three of the Wicked Awesome Cast. As always, I'm Charlie and I'm joined by... I am Jeff, also known as Invader Gur. And we are the two founding members, I guess, of Something Wicked Studios. I, if you're that's not, an upgrade for me. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you're one of the founding members, technically. Just not I just cheap. got a promotion. <laughs> yeah. You've been in more videos than some of other members lately, or at least more <laughs> content. Possible. But yeah, so we tend to do this at the end, I'm going to do it at the beginning, so in case you stop listening to us, if you're not familiar with who we are, you can check us out on YouTube at Something Wicked Studios, or online at somethingwickedstudios.net. We mostly cover gaming stuff, but... We do occasionally talk about other things, and this podcast acts as our general discussion, if you will, for things of a general geeky variety. Weird outlet to just, like, pick a topic and just kind of go off about yeah. it. Recently, we've been focusing mostly on video games, but I'm sure we'll move on to something more esoteric eventually, like yeah. knitting. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. So, Very few know of Charlie's true crocheting abilities. Hey, you, of all my weird-ass <laughs> hobbies, are you surprised knitting would be one of them? 
No. <laughs> exactly. That's the issue. It's like, oh, you do this. I'm not surprised by this action. I'd be more surprised if you didn't know how to do this. <laughs> I learned how to braid. Why? To make your hair pretty? No, to make sure that the cable management in my new rig is amazing. <laughs> what are you doing? Making rope? Why? <laughs> I don't trust store-bought rope anymore. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so what have you been up to, Jeff? So this week, um, I haven't played as many video games. Um, mostly just more League of Legends and uh, getting my ass kicked more at um, Ghost in the Shell. Uh, finally gained my footing and finally going positive in games, which is kind of a new thing for me in first-person shooters because I haven't played them since, like, oh, jeez. Went through, like, the Borderlands games for a little while. And, yeah, like, those were good Bioshock games. games. Like, me and first-person shooters have a great relationship, but I kind of forget about them a little yeah. bit because of my MOBAs. But every now and then it's great to just, you know, sink your teeth into one. They're just a ton of fun. So I've been enjoying that. Been playing a lot of Magic the Gathering because I'm a hyper nerd and delving into cockatrice. Uh, okay, go, go into that one more. When the hell did you start playing that again? Uh, recently, some friends have got me into it and been going to like a tournament here and there. And I've been learning that, one, nerds have gotten cooler and I am not cool enough to be a nerd anymore. <laughs> when you show up and like kids are wearing like designer clothes and like friggin' flat brim hats still off to the side, I was like, man, I just can't hang. No, 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 those are um, just douchebags still. They were always <laughs> in nerddom. They just didn't have guides of how to dress yet. Mm. Well, now they got uniforms. Yeah. Um, and for some reason, they're also good at magic. <laughs> what deck are you running these days? I've been running um, two different decks. I've been running an elf combo deck and a storm deck. Uh, Storm deck I have kind of in the baby form because I am not springing the money for the fucking land base because lands have gotten stupid expensive in the years. Are they still the same lands? Like, could I go online and sell my land? For a it's not that reason? type of land. Yeah, it's not that type of land. It's like, uh, it's these lands called fetch lands, which they are like, um, they come into play, tap and sacrifice them, or pay one life, tap or sacrifice them to go get a, like, island or mountain. Sure. And the reason that this is important is because there's lands out there that come into play and can produce both island and mountain mana that are counted as that. So it comes into play and it goes and gets one, which if you're in any deck that drawing is part of your mechanic, you now have decreased your chance by one land of drawing a land off the top hmm. because you pulled it out of the deck. So it uh, tilts your statistics. So it makes these lands like 15 bucks each. Yeah. And I'm too cheap for that. Yeah, that's... <laughs> I always refused to buy specific cards back when I played Magic or Yu-Gi-Oh. That always mm -hmm. felt like a weird version of cheating in my mind, because part of it was making a good deck with what you get your hands on. And I, I get it. I'm not saying like you shouldn't buy them if you can afford to, but mm -hmm. I definitely had a friend that's like, oh, I spent 50 bucks buying this awesome deck. And I'm like, but I can still beat your deck because I have built this weird deck that's niche to my play style. It's just not full of holographic shinies. Yeah. yeah. No, I do... Um... I buy singles because now that I'm old enough, it's like I will not buy packs again because yeah. pay, pay, buying RNG to try and get the things I want oh, yeah, it's terrible. winds up being a larger money sink. Oh, yeah. That said, like money doesn't you can't buy skill. Like I've played with decks out of my capability, and it, like it, I'm, I'm still not going to win with them. I have to be good at the deck yeah. as well. So the decks that I have, like I enjoy them. Um, I enjoy the mechanics that they have. Like, for me, Storm is basically, back in the Hearthstone days, it's basically uh, Miracle Rogue Incarnate. So it's basically a, just a 
version of one of my favorite decks, except not nerfed into the dirt because when it's a video game, they can nerf things. Um, they whereas can Magic, magic like, ban so shit, they can ban cards. They can ban stuff, but nothing in Storms worth banning. Sure. So that's what I've been doing in the uh, Magic scene. Yeah, uh, Magic. Keeping that local Magic scene alive. But yeah, that's basically been my week. How about you? Ah, uh, it was surprisingly busy. I Extra Life LA had a thing out at the um, Long Beach Comic Expo, Comic Con thing. It's not San Diego Comic Con, put on by the same people, I want to say, though. They do it mm-hmm. twice a year. <laughs> it's out in Long Beach. It was fun. I was there for a day. That is a vendor ass convention. I mm-hmm. that, that that was I allegedly there were panels. I saw no proof of this or like the only <laughs> thing to do there was walk around the dealer room. I think you had to pay like 20 bucks for the privilege to walk around the dealer room. Yuck. It was it I mean, was depending, a show. I mean depending on the availability of certain things like that can be cool. Though that again then again you live in the world 